everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics, and today we are super excited to be joined by one of our Gymtronet friends, Chaz Lima, to preview the 2023 NCAA gymnastics season. We vote stack up or stack down on the top 10 teams, plus LSU and UCLA, because we do consider them in the mix. We discuss which teams we want to see back at regionals this year, as well as share a few freshmen who we think will be secret weapons for your fancy drafts this year, so stick around. But before we get to that, we want to real quickly thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters, so a big thank you to Emily B, Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, DFP, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, M, Derek H and Abby M. Thank you so much for supporting our show at the highest tier level. And if you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter or learning more about it, we will always have a link in the show notes down below to where you can see all that information in one place. We want to remind you if you are a gold level Patreon supporter to check the app because lately we've been posting a lot more on there. We have several interviews coming up in the next month. So honestly, from this point going forward up until college gymnastics season starts, we have four interviews back to back to back to back and they're pretty good ones. We're actually really, really excited about them. So you can see who they are and submit your questions through the Patreon app or if you're a Patreon supporter, you can always DM us or DM us on any of the social media platforms that run and we will take your questions down that way. We've also just been posting more like on filtered thoughts is what we call them so basically things that like are either too long to you know make a tweet or we don't really have time to discuss on the podcast or it doesn't feel relevant to anything that's happening on the podcast that week i've kind of just been like putting that stuff over there and then we also we were at michigan's exhibition a few weeks ago and we posted gabby wilson's floor routine for those of you who are interested in seeing that so just wanted to remind you to check the app because we have lots of good stuff over there and we'll continue to be having some stuff posted within the next several weeks. This is a really long episode. <laughs> we apologize. It was actually originally closer to two hours. We actually cut out some stuff. Nothing that was like significant, but a lot of just like side comments, side conversations. Yeah, things that weren't like necessarily on track with what we were trying to accomplish, but were just like side conversations. So yeah, it was actually closer to two hours, but we got it down to about an hour and a half. So we think it's a good one though. And we hope you guys enjoy it. Before we get into today's episode, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Asher Athletic. With the bar heel pad and gym heel pad by Asher Athletic, gymnasts now have two kinds of footwear to provide protection and security when learning these skills. With special padding for painless impact protection, cool mesh inner soles to help keep feet cool, and a non-slip bottom all made from vegan materials, Asher Athletic heel pads are helping to create a new standard in gymnastics training and protective footwear. Train with confidence and focus on your ability to achieve the best results with Asher Athletic heel pads. Click the link in the show notes down below or visit AsherAthletic.com to learn more. So we are super excited to be joined today by the fantasy gymnastics queen and the creator of College Gym Insights, Chesalina. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having me. So I guess to start, if you want to share where you're from, if you're comfortable with that, and then how you got interested in college gymnastics, and then we have to know who your favorite team is. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm Chazelina, or 
Charlene, I guess is my real name. Um, I'm from Ireland. Um, so basically I watched Sam Peshek in the like 2008 Olympics and um, I kind of followed her to UCLA and then like I was like huge fan of Elise Hopner Hopner Hips. Sorry, I always get her name wrong. Um, and I just really, yeah, so UCLA was a start, like many like international fans, UCLA is where it all started. Um, and then I got into like, I think it was Georgia actually was my second team. And then kind of Stanford, like during the like uh, Taylor Rice, like that kind of era. And then, yeah, so then everyone, like at the moment, it's so much like I love UNC, Michigan State, like you name it, I probably like, like them. So living in Ireland, how difficult is it for you to follow college gymnastics, like time zone wise? Like, do you have to stay up into the wee hours of night to watch a team like UCLA? Yes. So like some meets, like Friday Night Heights usually starts at like 11.30 p.m. like my time. Um, oh my gosh. That's late yeah. to be starting. <laughs> yeah. And that's a Friday night. So like you're finished work. But I actually started taking naps like at like 8 p.m. to like 10 p.m. So I could stay up and watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard, but I'm also a night out. So that definitely does help um yeah so uh, you know it's it's actually pretty accessible like we have like an ESPN player with all the uh SEC like ESPN channels and then Pac-12 is brilliant for well for us internationals because we have the stream on YouTube which is so useful yeah um they can it's it's a challenge but we get we make it work it's a challenge for everybody not even just yeah yeah no I know I know yeah I've seen people (laughs) in the US and I'm like oh god if if it's hard for them then (laughs) yeah it's hard being a Big Ten fan for sure they really need to like get it out there more because there's (laughs) I wonder with UCLA joining the Big Ten I wonder if that's going to help anything yeah I was actually just talking about that on Twitter the other day I was like I wonder like how that's gonna work (laughs) that's such a bad idea that's a whole other conversation for another day but that's such a horrible idea well so I heard that it's not official yet is that yeah apparently like the Cal uh state government sorry I'm not entirely clear what it is but yeah. apparently they can block it but I honestly I just saw an article on Twitter I didn't actually look into it oh I, I didn't I didn't yeah see that. no yeah. so it sounds like it's likely to happen but it's actually not like a hundred percent official yet but yeah apparently it's like something to like it's unfair to Cal I believe like it's actually something to like that because like you know they're like oh connected yeah. I, guess. Um, yeah. I mean I would argue that it's unfair to UCLA as well <laughs> like the athletes oh, yeah I, like yeah like, like we've seen like well parents of athletes already comment on like how Joe they did a visit but then they're like oh the distance for traveling isn't ideal so it's ridiculous yeah, uh, I know that's like another conversation as well yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. another day <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> so we can go ahead and get into our season preview so oh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the top 10 teams but we also threw LSU and UCLA in just because they're usually a team that should be within the top 10 range usually Um, oh yeah so we're going to talk about them as well and then we will have a couple teams that are like on the brink of making regionals and then we will also share some of our underrated freshman picks so I guess we could start with LSU so they were 18th last season which I think (laughs) no one would have predicted going into the season that they would be that low even still now I go on the road to nationals and I'm like where's LSU and they're like there Definitely yeah. uh, unexpected finish for them. So they lost a pretty strong class. So they lost Reagan Campbell, who she didn't really compete at all last season because of injury. So not really anything to replace there. Um, Rebecca D'Antonio, Bridget Dean, Christina Desiderio, 
Sarah Edwards and Sammy Durante. And then they are getting Annie Beard, although she's out for the season, I believe. Um, she yeah, had some surgery. Yeah, it was um, on her shoulder. And I believe that was back in October. So they have her on the team, but she's out for the season. So not really gaining anything there. They have Ashley Cohen, Bryce Wilson, and then Cammie Hall, who transferred from Utah. So I think of those, the freshmen coming in, Bryce Wilson is probably the biggest, not only the biggest name, but I think is going to be the one that makes the most impact on the lineups. She has three tens on vault from last season. So she's going to be like huge. I think she's going to be big on all of the events, but yeah, she has a beautiful full testing Ruchenko. It's really nice. Yeah. I can really see her making the vault lineup, um, but honestly, probably all of the events, I guess we'll see. We'll see how their lineup shake out. I'd like to like write down. Do you do that? Do you write down who you think is going to make the lineups for each team? Yeah, I do. And then I like overthink everything. So it ends up having like eight or 10 per lineup. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's hard, it's hard to figure out too, because like LSU, I feel like they have, they have a lot of 10-0 start values, but then they also have some really nice Yurchenko folds. So like, yeah, that's true. like KJ Johnson, for example, it's so good. You like have to have her in the lineup. You have to have it. Like it's she's like guaranteed 9-9 score, I would say, but she's only a full. So if they have all these 10-0 start values, you're like, going to have at least one possibly more than that because how many town start values do they have i think they have seven so they have alona tammy hall kaya johnson Haley bryant cameron ryan cameron ryan olia finnegan and didn't tori tatum also have a she yes. might yeah I, I wasn't sure yeah. like because she was injured last year and i don't even know yeah, i think i saw a recent video of her but i i'm not a hundred percent on that Okay. okay well then yeah I guess she would factor in that as well and then you have um the the really strong foals also Kai Rivers if healthy has a beautiful foal but that's again if healthy I'm hoping that we'll see her more this season they had an inner squad and I believe that she was on beam but I'm also not 100% sure about that so that's kind of up in the air oh, she was so good as a level 10 but then has been so injured in college oh, a- she was yeah I was so excited for her I'm so so excited for her but yes mm-hmm. I wish her college career was she could have been like an all-around star. Yeah. She was like Kaya Johnson level, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, she could have cemented her name next to like Yeah. Eva. And then I think we're just looking to see like more people stepping up potentially for them. So you mentioned Aaliyah on Vol, also on Even Bars. And then yeah, Tori Tatum and Kai Rivers, if healthy, could be contributors on multiple events. It kind of just depends. Um looking forward to Gym 101, hopefully to see more of yeah, I feel like that gives so much like insight into what they're yes. actually gonna and I'm glad they're actually streaming it this year because they didn't last year, right? They didn't last year, yeah. yeah. I think it was like a bootleg stream or something that we all had to go. What about Ashley Cohen? Do we think I she's going to make lineups? I think she's to make the bars lineup. I actually haven't seen her much in the videos, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of unsure. But yeah. she had the potential in J.O. Like, it was a pretty solid and clean routine, so. Yeah, so we have bars and floor potential. She tied for first on even bars at level 10 nationals this past year. And then she got third on floor. So definitely potential there for those two events. Yeah. It's hard when they don't post a lot of videos because you're kind of like, yeah. honestly, until we see gym 101, we're kind of just like hoping that people are going to be competing or just trying to guess, but you really have like no idea who's doing what. Yeah. So, I'm hoping everyone's like healthy too, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll get a lot of our, our questions answered with gym 101. Which we should probably mention, by the way. So that's December 12th. It's a Monday at 7.30 Eastern time. And it's going to be on SEC Plus. Yes. So thank goodness for a live stream. 
Right. Okay, so would we say stock up, down, or stay the same for LSU based off of who they're losing, who they're gaining? I would say stock up. I would say mm-hmm. stock up, yeah. I think they're losing a strong class, but they're also gaining a strong class. Yeah, they're gaining, yeah. Bryce is really strong. I, I actually don't even think the gym that's kind of giving her the hype. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I think people are aware of her, but like when you think of like the top freshmen, they're thinking of like Nikki Smith or Faith Torres. Yeah, Um, of course. Selena Harris. But like, don't sleep on Bryce Wilson. Yeah. (laughs) I think for LSU, they honestly just need to like get it together in postseason. Like they're a strong team. They just need to be more consistent. I feel like particularly on beam. Like I feel like when they get to regionals, Last season, and also in 2021, they they obviously qualified to nationals, but they were like, oh, that was the controversial thing, wasn't it? With the yes, Kentucky. oh yes, yes. Where like, in my opinion, yeah, they probably shouldn't have advanced. They were given some help from the judges, a little bit on beam. Yes. I feel like we love Carol and her friends. <laughs> yeah, right. Carol and her entourage. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's probably just the key for them, honestly, like, being consistent on beam. They're the kind of team that you expect them to make it to nationals. Like, they're that good. You Historically, in recent years, they have. You would expect yeah. that from them, but I feel like, yeah, they just need to keep it yeah, together. This season, I think, just really needs some... I don't think it's actually a physical thing. It's probably just maybe some mental tweaking. That that's, what, that's personally what I think. I think that yeah. they get a lot of black from the gymnastics community and I think the girls see that and I think that that could potentially add to like some pressure in their head to like prove people wrong yeah prove people wrong and also just kind of knowing that like a lot of people maybe don't root for them or they're rooting like against them a little bit yeah I think they need the Oklahoma mindset right but Oklahoma embraced that last season and like where they ended up (laughs) yeah there's also UCLA so they finished the season in 12th they're another team that should have made it to nationals or maybe I should say like I guess they could have made it to nationals talent wise when you look at the roster you would think there's no way a team like that wouldn't make it to nationals but they were so hit or miss they really had a rough start to the season and they came through at the end but I think at that point it was kind of too late because they were they were what third seed at regionals Mm -hmm. and they were in this really difficult regional that whole regional was chaotic anyways because it was Michigan, Iowa, LSU, UCLA, Missouri. Yeah. So like all of these teams that are like kind of on the brink or if they have a really good meet could make it. LSU did their thing and knocked themselves out after their first day of regionals. And then UCLA honestly looked good. They looked the best they did all season at regionals. Um, but I think just like too many other, <laughs> too many other chaotic things happening at regionals. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I feel like they're losing a lot, but they also have a new coaching staff, which I think will be a benefit. And then I think with everyone hopefully being healthy, I feel like they should be right up there again. It should be a good season. I think a better season than what we saw last year. Yeah. Last season wasn't them having like the talent. I think there was other things going on internally that was probably affecting them mentally. So I think that it'll be interesting to see what happens this year with a new coaching staff, some more talented freshmen coming in. Um, really, I think going to be a good team. So we'll talk who they lost. So they lost Nora Flatley, obviously transferred to Arkansas, mm-hmm. Sakai Wright, Kendall Poston, Sarah Tubman, Polina Trotz, and then Samantha Sakti. 
And then they're gaining Selena Harris, obviously a very big name, um, Sienna Olipio, Clara Wren, and then I don't know how to pronounce this last name, but I'm just going to take a stab at it. Madison or something? Yeah, I yeah. can't get that for name. That's, how, that's what we figured you'd yeah, pronounce it. Yeah, I have, I have Maddie Animi, so. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Selena Harris, like you mentioned, number one recruit, well, I guess technically tied for number one recruit with Faith Torres coming in. So she'll make an impact right away in the all-around. There's Sienna Olipio, who I also think that if healthy, will be very strong for them, especially on beam. So what's the deal with her? Is she? In I think she has an injury of some sort. Um, I yes. think I saw a sling maybe a week or two ago yeah when yes. i noticed they had their like in gym inner squad and some of the girls were wearing leotards and she wasn't she was wearing like a, a practice leo but she wasn't wearing like the long sleeve leotard which tells yeah. me she wasn't competing mm-hmm. so i don't know like what's going on there or like how severe it is how long it is yeah yeah because you know some injuries like they're out for a couple weeks and they're then they're back and they're fine or they can do like one event or maybe she could do like a no hands beam routine but right. it's hard to say without knowing like what her injury is she is really good on beam she was second at nationals u.s championships this year which i thought was really cool because it was a good field it wasn't like one of those years where there was like nobody good and she just happened to get on the podium oh God, she was so solid and awesome yeah like yeah. she earned that so i feel like she'd be really good even if they could just get her on beam um, but again, that kind of just depends on like what her injury is and what she can even do. I hope we get to see her at some point this season. I'm yeah. hoping it's something minor. Yeah. But I think for the most part out of these freshmen, probably Selena Harris is going to be the biggest one that is going to be making the impact on the lineups. I'm um, going to Sienna if she's healthy. The other ones, I don't know if we're actually going to see them a whole lot this year. Yeah. But they have Mars coming back, and I think we've seen her on Vault and Beam, if I'm not mistaken. Have we seen her on any of the other events? I saw some tumbling, but that was just on the tumble track, so... Okay. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I do feel like I've seen her on Mars, too. I'm pretty sure I have. Okay. Well, with Mars, it's hard because she posts so many clips on, like, Instagram that I don't know if they're, like, old. Yeah, they're new or not. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, is this from last season or is this, like, this week? Right. But I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I do think I've seen her on bars as well. So she appears to be back or working her way back. Um, and then there's also Emily Lee, who I believe we've seen on bars, beam, and floor. Sorry, um, yeah. Tiny clips. I'm so excited for her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was someone that we were really excited to see last season. But then, of course, you know, with that injury... But yeah, I think that she'll make an impact um, and then having Mars back. And then they hit this. Honestly, they have a really talented roster. So they have Jordan Childs, Shay Campbell, MML Buyo, Brooklyn Moores. No reason that they shouldn't make it to NCAAs. Yes. No reason. <laughs> I'm hoping with the new coaching staff to see them instilling more confidence, um, focus, uh, a level of preparedness that we haven't seen from UCLA, um, especially last season. Kind of like Ashley was saying at the start, I feel like they just need to be better more consistently throughout the season so they aren't that third seed at regionals. They want to ideally be the first or the second seed to put themselves in a better position to hopefully make it to nationals. I think they're looking well in what we've seen. The training tips, I think, are kind of limited this year for them. But what we saw the recent interest crowd, like they're looking quite like good. Like Mars's um like your full has looked I think the best I've seen it. Yeah. In the recent videos. Um like her hip angle is much improved. I think Selena Harris with her like big Yurchenko one and a half is gonna be an asset for that. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I really think Vault is like gonna be stronger. Not as strong maybe as like Oklahoma and some other teams, but um yeah, I think it's getting there. 
And also they have Meet the Bruins coming up, which I think is going to be kind of like with LSU. We're going to get a clearer picture of who's doing what. So that is Thursday, December 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And that's on Pac-12 Insider. Then we have Kentucky. So they finished the season in 10th. They are losing quite a bit, actually, I would say. So Josie Anjani transferred to Georgia, um, Anna Haggis, and then Callie Nixon. So they're gaining, um, and this is another name that I'm kind of guessing on, unless you know, I'm saying Bridget Bourquet. Okay, yeah, that's what I... Okay, okay. Samantha Foreman, Logan Lombardi, Megan Sapp, and then Claire Stippich. I think Bridget is going to be the best for this team. She's a five-star uh, coming in. She has a 39-1-5 all-around score from level 10. She comes in with a one-and-a-half on ball, full-in on floor. So I think she's obviously the one with the most all-around potential on this team. They have a few others as well, but I'm not quite sure where I'm going to see them fitting in. So there's Samantha Foreman. She didn't compete last season because she tore her ACL at the beginning of February. So, so it's pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. Well, coming up on a year. Yeah, um, but I feel like for ACL, that's still pretty recent in terms yeah, of like, sometimes where, it, yeah. where she's going to be in like the comeback process. I, I feel like I, I'll be surprised if we see her this season. Who knows? Maybe she'll prove me wrong. Maybe at the end of the season, but yeah. Yeah. Her best event, I would say, just looking at her like scores and what she did in level 10, mm-hmm. I would say Flora is her best Sorry. event. But with an ACL injury, are we going to see her on floor? <laughs> Right. Hello, just an update in editing. We wanted to put a note here that Samantha Foreman actually, as soon as we were done recording, she pretty much announced on her Instagram that she just had her second ACL surgery and will be out for the season. So we thought we would edit that in here just because we were kind of speculating on her status and, you know, what that would mean for Kentucky, whether she was healthy or not. And now we officially know that she's going to be out for the season. So keep that in mind when listening to the rest of the segment about Kentucky, that Samantha Foreman, the freshman, is out for the season. Claire Stippett, she might potentially make an impact. She was ninth on floor at Nationals this year, 10th all around. Yeah. I think she's a solid, like, depth option. Um, Yeah. Like, I think she changed her commitment from Utah State, I believe. And she, yeah, she was... um, like poised to be a good all-rounder there so I think she can really step up because Kentucky kind of last year had a bit of the injury bug yeah 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 with Bon and Dick Gosman yeah so I think we have stock down for Kentucky just because I don't feel like they're gaining enough to replace what they're losing because you have Anna Haggis she was like a 9825 plus um on floor pretty consistently yeah all season long like I don't think she went below 985 last year she was mostly 99 range so she's like really good on floor then you have Callie Nixon who was a big score on vol and bars um like 985 range and then she went as high as 9975 I think on bars mm-hmm. and then Josie obviously like bar and beam queen and, and has done all around in the past for them so they're losing a lot of big scores and with not knowing if Foreman is going to be back um it kind of puts a lot of pressure on Bridget I feel like to yeah for sure for all freshmen, I feel bad doing that to freshmen. Like just looking through my notes here, there's a lot of like teams that have like one or two freshmen that it's like, oh, the stock is up if this person is healthy or if this person does all four events. It's like putting the pressure on one person. But I agree though. I think that with what they're losing, I 
I don't think that it's going to be like a drastic drop in the rankings or anything, but I don't know no, if I see yeah. them being quite as high just with their what they're losing. Yeah, I think they remain like in the teens, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that kind of area. I I really am intrigued to see what their lineups will be, to be honest, because mm-hmm. especially bars, that's like my big question, because I don't know how Bun and the Guzman are doing, and they're both great like bar options. So mm-hmm. like if they're back, things will be a bit better, but I still expect them to fall a little because they are losing like more than what they're gaining but they're one of those teams honestly that's always on the brink so i feel like they're they're gonna like somehow find their way like to that like 11 12 10 range they were 10th yeah. this past year and then the year before they were 11 so they look like they've been on a steady climb right <laughs> so maybe like ninth this year and then maybe they'll find themselves at nationals they're gonna, maybe they'll prove us wrong who knows they'll surprise us <laughs> <laughs> we love surprises um michigan state i'm ready to talk about that i'm so excited Love them. <laughs> <laughs> what up when we said michigan state we're ready well all right the listeners know they know that like, especially me and Brittany, they know that like we're michigan fans but we also love michigan state we're not like your typical michigan fan for like you hate michigan state no we, we love, love michigan state gymnastics so football michigan can kick michigan state's ass gymnastics, <laughs> we love a ball <laughs> so last season they finished ninth historic finish historic season so obsessed <laughs> um they are losing a pretty strong class but then they're also gaining a pretty strong class so they're losing sydney ewing ashley hoflick leah mitchell elena raybon and Alyssa wiedemann but they're gaining nikki smith who is like everyone's first round pick for fantasy gym <laughs> she's a queen yeah, yeah she's, she's so good um sage kellerman al bofate that's how you pronounce it stephanie lobster olivia zarmani and then tara walsh who yeah. um transferred from auburn so what do we think guys so Nikki like that's what we think yeah she's amazing uh so she has a career high of 10 on vaults from her level 10 days but expecting her to make an impact immediately as an all-arounder she won every event but floor at level 10 nationals this past Casual. year. Yes. yes. No big deal. <laughs> so if that tells you anything about her potential and what we expect her to bring, um, she's going to be huge. But the whole freshman class, honestly, I feel like is one of the best that Michigan State has had. And granted, like I wasn't paying attention to them like years and years ago. So like I don't know about their, their past classes, but well, I, feel I think like... based off the results of the current team and probably where recruiting is going, I that would that would be accurate. Yeah, they're at their best right now. But you know, to have Nikki Smith and then also have like the supporting cast of freshmen, like it's a really well-rounded group. You have Sage Kellerman, who I definitely at least expect to make the vault lineup because she has a 10 start value, which yeah. Michigan State is one of those teams they don't have a lot of 10 start value. So if they have somebody who can do one, they're definitely gonna take it. Um, it's a really solid um front hand spring by calf too. I yeah. think it's gonna make strides. Yeah. Which I like having a different vault too. Like your Chenko one and a half are kind of like (laughs) what's the word they're they're just overused i like variety so like we can get a different ball in the lineup i'm cool with it and i guess like i said michigan state they don't have a lot of 10 star values anyways nikki smith is obviously going to be your chink of one and a half but i don't know i like seeing something other than a your chink of one and a half every once in a while so i'm here for it is what i'm saying (laughs) um and then Olivia Zarmani, I think she surprised people at nationals this year. Second on bars, second on beams, second all around. So she's also a part of this amazing freshman class for this bar. 
Sarah Walsh, I wonder what she's going to do. Because she only did a couple vaults last season for Auburn. Only Yurichenko full. But I feel like they just had too much depth in their lineup that she just couldn't crack any of the lineups. But yeah. I guess she can state. Um, she could potentially do more. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what, what she's going to do. I believe she trained a 1.5 at oh, one okay. stage last oh. year. Um, I have that in my notes. So okay. <laughs> we trust you. We trust you. <laughs> you seem to catch everything. Like nothing gets past you. <laughs> I try to catch everything. <laughs> I'm like, if there's something that we like don't know, I know you're going to know it. I just know you are. <laughs> Not to put the pressure on you to feel like you have to know everything, but we just have a lot of faith in you. <laughs> I just literally have a Google Doc with every gymnast, and then in any note I see, I just put it in. Yeah, that is amazing. A lot of <laughs> but it's, but it's so helpful because, like, even if like we just have a question about something, that's why we always go to you. Like, when we're like, "Have you seen so and so, or is this person injured?" Like, you just you just don't miss anything. I feel like so, and <laughs> yeah. I miss things all the time. So I feel like you're like my go-to person when I need to know, like. 100%. Training that's also down to like the gym internet though because like some people are just so good at catching things and I'm like oh. yeah <laughs> so anyways yeah back to Michigan State um like we said I, I guess losing a strong class but also gaining a strong class and I think that they're they're gonna just ride the momentum though of last season like they had a phenomenal season last year and I don't see that like stopping anytime soon I feel like they're gonna continue to ride that momentum I think it's an onward and upward for them I want to point out too that last season, so they were like the first team, obviously being ninth, they were the first team to miss out on making it to nationals. But if they were in a different regional, they would have made it. They had a, let me see, I wrote it down, 197650. So obviously a very competitive score. And yeah, I think that this happens every year. There's a team that's, yeah, that's always stuck in a bad regional and they, they put up a score that's good enough to make it if they were in another regional. But um, I'm hoping this year things will work out for them. Keeping my fingers crossed. Hopefully. <laughs> Definitely stop. Nikki though. Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have Nikki Smith. They can do all the things. I know. I love that they were like, what are your thoughts? Nikki Smith. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Again, not trying to put all the pressure on one person. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> we have high hopes for Nikki Smith. <laughs> and all of the freshmen, honestly. Honestly, I'm like very, very it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a really class. talented class. Yeah. yeah. So definitely stack up for Michigan State. Um, they have an inner squad coming up, which I don't think it's streamed, but we luckily live close enough. So we'll go and we'll try and get videos and updates right. for the gym tonight. That is Saturday, December 17th. I guess for anyone that's listening that lives in Michigan and, and can go, um, that's at one o'clock. But otherwise, we'll try and go and we'll give updates from what Michigan State looks like. Because they're another one of those teams that they don't post a whole lot of updates. You occasionally will see a video of somebody, but... For the most part, you just have to wait till season. Like, did you guys see um Gabby Steven is training uh your tranquil double? And I don't know if it's, yeah, I saw I that, know, yeah. serious. Like she might have just been playing around with it. But although at this point in the season, I'm like, are you are you actually trying to do that? Because if she's training that now, I feel like maybe it is serious. Like I feel like you wouldn't be playing around at this point in the season, but who knows? I mean Yeah, I saw that and it looked good. Like it Yeah, looked, that's looked what good. I'm saying. Like, and her fall is so powerful that like She's definitely capable of doing more than a Yurchenko full. So whether it's a one and a half or a double, like I definitely in her career would expect her to upgrade that ball at some point. So um, who knows? I guess stay tuned. <laughs> and Michigan. Okay. So Michigan, they finished the season in eighth. They are only losing Abby Brenner. Obviously eighth is like not what Michigan wanted. Coming in as the reigning national champions, then to finish the season eighth is a little bit disappointing. Uh, That's the eighth minute, so it kind of hurts. (laughs) 
Um, but I think a lot of that, and we'll we'll talk about this, you know, because I think it's going to be a lot of the same situation this season with they relied on a lot of their, not only their upperclassmen, but they have a lot of all-rounders that they use all season long. And I don't know if last season was just a matter of them kind of, I don't want to say burning out, but well, they did have some depth, but maybe not as much as they would have liked to have. I do think that situation will improve this season, I think, with the freshmen coming in um, and also just people returning back from injury. So Carly Bauman, she's back um, doing bars and beam. I don't think we'll see her on vault and floor this season, but definitely for the future, she's somebody who I expect to be an all-rounder for Michigan, probably just not this season. Oh, she was looking so good before she got injured last year. It literally pains me. I know, that was really sad. <laughs> she was so good. Like, I'm, I'm sure we've said this before on the podcast, but because we were in the gym like three days straight. So we were seeing like pretty much what they looked like for three days consistently. So we got a really good picture of even like how consistent certain people are. I literally didn't even see her wobble within a three day span yeah. at all events. She was like sticking so dismounts. Like she yeah. was, she did not mess up. Like she was honestly looking like she was like coming for like the number one spot on the team. Like she yeah. was looking so good. People <laughs> don't realize yet because she hasn't put it on the competition floor yet, but she is going to be huge. I think when she's like fully healthy, but Beeman um, bars have always been her strongest event so I think to have her back even if it's just on those two events this season is going to be a good thing for Michigan yeah freshman year she was really solid on beam too yeah so yeah really excited yeah. to see her back Nicoletta Koulos she was in floor and postseason well at regional she was on floor Mid. bars too a little bit and bars I think she's like yeah bars yeah yeah so she had like some sort of wrist injury last season that really took her out for the first half of the year but she's back doing three events so she's on bars beam and floor I believe based off the inner squad she's in the bar and the floor lineup currently I kind of see her more being like a depth person for Michigan I do feel like I see her making either the bar or the floor lineup this year pretty consistently and then beam she's probably just depth and then they also have JC Vore back. She is back on floor. She was doing bars and beam last season. Um, and then vault she's doing, she has a one and a half from level 10. It was actually pretty good, but. It was a really nice one. Yeah, I remember yes. So Miley said that they are like going back to the basics on her vault. So she's like, I guess, going back, breaking it down, trying to make it like an even better vault. Basically code for she's not going to be competing at this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I think is fine for this season. I don't think they necessarily need it just because they have the entire lineup from last season returning. But for the future, I think definitely that's something that Michigan's going to want. But either way, she's she's back on floor as well, which is good um, and, and a boost for Michigan, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, and then the freshmen, I guess I kind of, I, I skipped over them. So like I said, Michigan lost Abby Brenner. That's the only person that's missing from last season. Which she was mainly just bars and floor. Did you yeah. just hit your knee? Yes. <laughs> Heard him? And I thought, like, I thought that's what happened. And I saw your face. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. We have an injury. <laughs> so they gained Kaylin Morgan and Paige Thaxton. Um, which Paige Thaxton, shout out to her. She's a, a five-star walk-on. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, struck by that. I don't think people realize that she's a five-star yeah. and she's a walk-on. She's good. Um, I think we probably won't see her this season because of Michigan's depth. That my biggest, and it's not a bad thing, because like, why would you not have like Sierra, Natalie, High School, Morrison in your lineup if you like have them available? The issue with that though is that we're using basically our entire junior and senior class 
and hardly using anybody from the freshman sophomore class, which scares me just a little bit for the future. Because we are not seeing a lot of athletes get experience for when starting next year, some yeah. of these athletes start to go away. Yeah, <laughs> I do hope they kind of intermittently put people in and give them like the opportunity for yeah. like competing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm hoping for for this season that we didn't see as much last season. I'm hoping that we'll see more people like stepping in, even if it's just for like a week or two to give somebody like Natalie or, you know, high school, whoever, Sierra, give those people more of a rest. And give someone like Kaylin Morgan or Nicoletta Kulo. Jenna Mulligan, like she stepped in on fall and floor a couple times last season. Um, yeah. I, think, I think twice when they were resting somebody. But yeah, she's really, she's proving to be really, really solid. So I feel like she's a good like backup option if they need it. But yeah, I, I think that Michigan came out the gate so strong last year. And I think they ran out of steam at the end of the season, which is what happened to Nationals. And they finished yeah. eighth. So they just need to like pace, pace. better. Yeah. I think it's pacing is there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think with people returning from injury and then the addition of Kaylin Morgan, I guess we should mention too, Lily Clapper, she is healthy. She's competing all four, no, I shouldn't say competing. She's training all four events and she competed all four events at their recent inner squad. I just don't see her making lineups because of, again, depth. There's not really like a space for her right now, but she is an option on all four events, training a one and a half. Um, and then they have Farrah Lipids, who's beautiful on bars and beam, but I don't think we'll see her this season. Um, she tore her ACL in January, so... The few times we've been in the gym, I haven't seen her doing anything. So I, I definitely don't think we'll see her at all this season. But um, And then Paige Daxton, she is, I would say, primarily vault and floor for the future for Michigan. She has a one and a half on vault. Um, some big floor classes. She has a double layout, a full in. But not doing any of that right now. Yes, because she also yeah. was injured last season. So she's fine now. Like, she's doing gymnastics. She did a full with their inner squad. Um, and she did floor at the inner squad, but it's just like downgraded routine. So she's not doing like her full difficulty, um, but definitely some options for the future. So I, I, I think the, the, the major benefit for Michigan is obviously going to be having back their super, their super senior. seniors, uh, you know, Natalie and at high school, that's the biggest blessing for Michigan. Cause right now I, I have them as stock up, but it's mainly just because they have Abby high school back and Natalie Wojcik back. If they weren't coming back, I feel like Michigan stock would be down for this season. Yeah. Um, but having yeah. them back is going to be a big thing, I think wanted to edit this in real quickly right here because we didn't mention Gabby Wilson and I think she's somebody that people might be wondering about because she did have surgery on her shoulder over the summer so she is fine she's honestly looking better than I expected her to at this point she did all four events at Michigan's inner squad and honestly looked so so good yeah honestly like maybe the best she's looked in her career with the exception of on vault she's only doing your trinkle full right now but it's still a really good your trinkle full um but it's going to be a one and a half by the time season comes around they're just not pushing it right now because why would they but um she's gonna be fine for the season and yeah in my opinion looked you know doing some of her best gymnastics at least at the inner squad she looked great and her floor routine is so good um, if you guys are a gold level Patreon supporter, we actually posted her 14 on our Patreon, so you can go look at it, but um, it's just so, so good. So we have high hopes for Gabby this season, and I think she's going to be a big asset to Michigan this year. Um, I just wanted to mention that here because we realized in the midst of all our talking that we did not mention her, and she's a big part of Michigan's team. So 
wanted to point that out. Also listening to this back through while we're editing, and I feel like we kind of glossed over Kaylin Morgan. And I think that she's one person that a lot of people are going to want to know about because she is, I think, technically coming in the top freshman in that class, a five-star recruit, a former elite gymnast, former national team member, is a beautiful gymnast on bars, beam, and floor. Honestly, even on vault, she has a really nice Shachanko full that she's working that I think at some point in the future could be a more difficult vault. She is coming back currently from a slight shoulder issue. So I have not seen her training bars the few times that we've been in the gym. She's primarily working beam and sounds like now she's doing floor and vault again, which also want to make a side note, Apparently, we didn't see her routine. It was like she did it like right before we walked in the door <laughs> at the Renner Squad. But apparently, she has a killer floor routine because we were told by numerous people, some of the gymnasts on the team, the coaching staff, all on separate occasions. Like they didn't overhear the conversation. They just thought to mention how amazing Kaylin Morgan's floor routine is this year. So something to look forward to. I'm hoping that we see it this we year. We have high expectations from what we've been told. But I know for fantasy gym purposes, a lot of you are probably going to want to know like where she's going to be contributing or what we think she's going to be contributing on. I think that if she is healthy by mid to postseason on bars, she would absolutely be in that lineup. In my opinion, coming in, she was a lock for that lineup because of how beautiful she is on that event. Um, I just don't think when she's having a shoulder problem, they don't necessarily need her on that event. So they're not going to push it when she has an entire, you know, college career ahead of her. So we may see her potentially on that event mid to postseason or maybe not at all. I would say Beam is probably her most likely event. I think with Carly Bauman coming back in, there's really one other spot in that lineup from last year that was between JC Vore and Naomi Morrison. They were kind of, and honestly, Reyna was in the mix too at some point, that those three were kind of like on and off in that other spot that I think Kaylin could also be in the mix for that. I would actually say that it would be the same lineup from last year. Um, you would put Carly Bauman in and you would have one of either JC or Kaylin Morgan, in my opinion. Uh, but she's also not a lock on that event either. And then same with Floor. I think she could go back and forth for a spot with somebody like Nicoletta Koulos. So for sure a depth option, a high, high depth option on that event, but also not guaranteed just because who do you take out? You know what I mean? Like when you have kind of like we were saying before, when you have people like Sierra Brooks, Gabby Wilson, Abby High School, Naomi Morrison, I mean, that's four out of your six lineup spots right there. So it doesn't leave too much room for a lot of these freshmen unless they're like healthy and then really consistent. So we'll see. I guess to sum it up, I think at this point in time, Kaylin is not a lock on any event, but she could see herself likely in the beam or floor lineup um, and maybe even bars depending on her health. Also wanted to point out, because I think we forgot this as well, so I wanted to say it right here. Um, Michigan does have an inner squad December 10th, and I do believe it's going to be live streamed. Um, they don't have the details for that out yet, but... Um, December 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can look for details for a live stream for that if you don't live in Michigan, but that'll be a good opportunity to not only see Michigan, but see some of the other schools in Michigan as well, like Eastern, Central, and Western, because they will all be there, so stay tuned for that. So the next up would be Alabama in 7th. So they're losing Emily Gaskins, Lexi Graber, Griffin James, Kaylee Quinn, and Dana Duckworth. <laughs> <laughs> we can celebrate that that's okay <laughs> Love to see it. in my notes as far as who they lost I literally wrote Dana Duckworth in all caps the oh yeah biggest, I have a duck emoji <laughs> the biggest and best loss of the team was the loss of Dana Duckworth 
period. <laughs> um, and they're gaining. So they have Karis German, Gabby Gladio, Zoe Gravier. Gravier? I don't know how to pronounce that because I've heard it pronounced two different ways. I've heard. Yeah, Gravier. I've heard it pronounced both ways. I kind of go with Gravier because that's what uh, one of the NBC people pronounced us. Yes. I don't think I should be taking my pronunciation. Well, so there was, so. Um, I think back when Flow Gymnastics was a thing and they had like an interview with her and she said her own name. And I think she said Gravier. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go with Gravier. Yeah, um, I think that's the smart decision to go. <laughs> We'll trust that she knows how to pronounce her own name correctly. 100%. <laughs> um, they also have Lillian Lewis and then Lauren Little and Rachel Rybicki. So they're technically the number two ranked class on College Gym News. They're, again, I feel like we're saying this with a lot of the teams. I feel like they're losing a pretty big class, but also potentially gaining a really big class. Yeah, so they have Shallon Olsen and Sonia Mitchell coming back for fifth years. Um, Shallon is big on ball and floor. She also does beam for them. And then the freshmen. So they have Gabby Gladio um, at level 10 nationals this past year. She got first all around and first on beam, second on floor. And then she is a JO national champion on ball from 2019. Also won the Nastia Cup that year as well. So I think she's going to be definitely the biggest um score boost out of the freshman at least i think she should be able to make up so lexi graber i would say is probably the biggest the biggest score loss from last season but i think gabby should be able to yeah i think step in finally uh karis german formerly wcc i think she has a lot of potential only seen her on bars so far if i'm not mistaken the other day she was on their story doing bars and i don't know if she's training anything else but i had high hopes for her coming into this season do you know anything about her like have you seen her doing any other events all i've heard is that she's limited to bars and beam um i don't know how long for or when she'll be back but yeah sadly i've heard I was excited for her vault, to be honest. So. Yeah, yep. yeah, and her floor too. Like I feel like yeah. she be, she could be an all around star, but for maybe sure. in the future, potentially not this season. Lauren Little is another one, a former elite national team member in 2018. Um, competed earlier this year at Winter Cup and got a bronze on bars, but I don't think I've seen anything of her. In I've seen. I was just about to say I have her down as I've nothing. Yeah, so uh, she didn't make it. Did she compete at classics this year. I know she didn't. No. Or wait, she did. I she did, she but she didn't make it to national. She did classic, and she didn't do uh, championships. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what's happening there. Um, a bit of a question mark. They normally have an inner squad. Do we know if that's happening this year? I know they do their ghost and goblins thing, but don't they usually do one that's in their arena and it's not streamed or anything? But um, I believe they do. I mostly well, yeah, crimson and well, they do their colors. I think as well. Yeah, crimson and white or whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever they call it. <laughs> Well, I'm hoping that like somebody in the gym internet would go and we get updates on who's doing what, but mm-hmm. so yeah, they have this, this number two ranked, you know, I guess if you're going off of college gym news, this number two ranked class, um, but, but how many of them are we actually going to see? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have stock up as of right now, because I do think, like you said, Ashley, Lexi Graber is really the biggest score they're replacing. So they had Kaylee Quinn, who she did ball. Um, and then Gaskins was like in and out of lineups her entire career, but she wasn't consistently on anything, nor was she a consistent score in general. Like her scores were very up and down. So um, I really think they're just trying to replace Lexi Graber from the lineup. And I think Gabby Gladio fits into that perfectly. Getting Shallon Olsen back helps because she's a big score on bars and floor. She's actually pretty good on beam too. Yeah, she's really solid on beam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that'll be a big help. And then we'll see, I guess, with some of these other freshmen. I want Karis German to be the all-around star, but I don't know if she's limited to just bars and beam. Um, I mean, obviously, they're going to take it if they can get her on any of those events. But um, do you see any of the other freshmen here potentially making lineups? I don't think we've seen any of um, Zoe. I don't think we've seen her at all. Oh, I saw her on bars a long time ago, like back in October, the beginning of October. I haven't seen anything recently, but I do think Shania Adams. I hope we see her consistently. Yeah, like her gymnastics is beautiful. Um, so yeah. I really hope we see her have a have a good year and consistent on bars and beam and even like her vault probably needed some more work before it was put into competition. But I just yeah. I really just hope to see her confident this year. I don't know. I originally wrote stock up, but maybe I'm what thinking. Do you, what do you think? Are you putting stock up or what? what's your vibe? I have stock up too, because I also saw Jordan Paradise on a few more events. Yeah. And she looks really solid in like some of the training videos. Okay. Has she competed before? Yeah, she did a uh, vault. And I think she was sometimes embarrassed, but not consistent. Okay. okay. See, I knew she was vault on, but I didn't have any like memory of her on anything other than vault. So... Yeah, her bars is actually pretty, it's a usable routine. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they probably will with the injuries, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have her um, as like my seventh, so it's kind of like a... <laughs> yeah, I think I would go stack up. I think I feel good about that. I feel like with Gabby Gladio and the potential of some of these other freshmen, and then just, yeah, having the rest of the athletes on their team, it's, it's a talented team. I don't see why they can't see themselves in contention, obviously, for nationals. And um, they're yeah, a team, too, that I feel like they always come through in the postseason. Like they'll yeah, show up for regionals and be awesome and make it to nationals. Like you kind of, you can't count them out because they do always show up when it matters most and do whatever they need to do to make it there. So yeah, and also keeping, um, I think Doggett, keeping her healthy because her yeah. vault, uh, I was I think it was like literally two days ago or three days ago was amazing. Like it looked really solid. Yeah. Um, and she's so doing well. other events this season, it appears. I don't know what you're Yeah, I saw her on the floor and I saw a vault from her. Yeah. So really, I really hope like that can work out for them. Yeah. yeah. So last season, if I'm not mistaken, she just did bars. Is that right? Yeah. I think just she did bars. like she may have done like a one or two vaults. I think. Yeah, and I think she like got uh, some form of knee kind of injury, but like she yeah. was limited to bars. So I think uh, injuries is going to be the biggest question mark yeah. for Bama, and if they're healthy, this could be a very good team. But I guess we'll have to wait for season to start to see because. They don't have another squad. <laughs> well, that's public at least. Yeah. Um, and then we, I think we, we did mention um, with our losses column, the loss of Dana Duckworth. So the new head coach is Ashley Johnston, a former Bama gymnast. Um, and then I think the assistant coach is Justin Spring. Yeah, from Illinois Men. Yes. Right? Yeah. Exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I always liked Ashley as a gymnast. Um, Same not sure what she's like as a coach, but I mean, Auburn had a good success on beam. She was the beam coach there. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what this team does with some new leaders. Yeah, I'm optimistic for them. And like they're recruiting, sorry, side note, but they're recruiting lately has just been so good. That... Well, I, I mean, it's relevant, like just looking at like the future of the program. Yeah, yeah they're going in the right direction, yeah. I would say. Um, Minnesota. So they finished the season in six. However, they are losing two of the greatest gymnasts in program history. So Jess is shaking her head. <laughs> Rip. I'm not okay. Yeah. So th- this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, you can't 
you cannot replace two athletes of that caliber, um, at least not right away. Like you are not going to get two freshmen coming in that are going to produce the scores in every event that Anna Loper and Lexi Ramler were week in and week out. Um, and they also lost Hannah Wilmers, but I don't believe she, did she compete? It was a bars uh, consistent. Okay. So they're replacing that as well. As far as who they've gained, um, they have Sarah Murai, Brooklyn Roray. I think I'm pronouncing this Saria Johnson and then Megan Steensland. So Sarah Murai would be a big, well, she is, she is a big catch for Minnesota, but the question for her, like with some of these other teams is, uh, is she healthy? (laughs) I'm pretty sure she's injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you, I've seen her like back in like, honestly, like over the summer, I think. When was the last time we saw her? Well, she didn't compete at the Renner squad. No, I, I have like June is the last video I have of her. So Okay. I saw somebody saying, I think it was on Twitter. Um, Someone said that she was on a, was she on, was she on the scooter? Or was that Crystal Issa? No, that's, that was Crystal Issa. What was Issa. The, Issa. Okay. Did we see her injured at all? Or it was just because she didn't compete? I think it was because she didn't compete. I think is what I, I didn't watch. They had a uh, live stream on Instagram. I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? No, I was at work. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, So we're basing this off of like tweets that we've seen (laughs) from people who did watch it. So yeah, like you said, good catch. She, uh, I'm just called the J.O. Nationals. I know. I'm still not used to D. Yeah. I I really have to like think about it before I. (laughs) Before I speak, she got first on vault, third all around, and on beam at DP Nationals from last year. Um, well, and technically it's this year, but well, <laughs> well, 2022. By the time, oh, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then 2021, she was first all around and on beam. So you would think, like, so losing Loper and Rambler, having someone like her come in would be like that'd be huge. Yeah, but if she's not competing because she's injured minnesota is gonna drop sadly i know and i think it's gonna be like not just a few spots i think it's gonna be i mean it's like more significant yeah. because they pretty much have like maya who is like a star obviously but i feel like she's going to be kind of carrying the team and that's not to discredit the other girls like they do have a lot of other girls that are stepping up yeah and they and they do well on you know their stars on certain events but yeah, like you said in the beginning, I don't think it's possible to completely replace the talent level of Ramler and Loper. To lose them both at the same time is I know, a it's pretty big hit. <laughs> I think Tiara Sales will, if if healthy, another if healthy, uh, will be very solid for Bars and Beam. And like she used to have a really good floor as well. So maybe. And then like you have Gianna Gerdes and Emily Cook, who are also really good, but it's just like, keeping everyone healthy but I still think even if everyone is healthy they will yes that's the heartbreaking thing about it is like they have a great team they're really talented and I think a lot of people are able to step up in a lot of different areas I just don't know if it's going to be enough to replace essentially like eight solid really solid scores yeah um yeah I think that that's why Minnesota has had so much success the last several seasons really because of Rambler and Loper so 
They do have two other freshmen that I think have potential. So, and again, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correct, so I apologize if I'm not. But um, Saria Johnson, she was third on vault at 2021 at DP Nationals. So potential there. I I don't recall seeing her in any videos, but I also am not paying like super close attention. No, I have I haven't seen her in anything, and I actually just checked. I think it's um, NCA gym stats. They have some stats from the inter squads, and I didn't see anything there either. Okay. So that's not good. So again, <laughs> kind of contributing to what we just said. Um, and then Brooklyn Roray, she was fourth on beam at level 10 nationals in 2022. She has a career high of 9.8. So some beam potential there. But I would still say overall, um, I, I'm going with staff down for Minnesota, unfortunately. Yeah, they were, they, they were yeah. emphasizing this. They were sixth last season, which is incredible. I don't know. We, I, I don't want to predict where they're going to end up this year. <laughs> I have a feeling it's not going to be six. I'd say around the 15 kind of area. Anything else on Minnesota? <laughs> no, we're just sad. That's all. <laughs> okay, Missouri. Missouri was fifth. Shout out to them. And they are not losing anybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're going to have another, if healthy, incredible season. I don't think they are really gaining anybody that's, like, super, super impactful to the yeah they're, they're not necessarily reloading but they're not losing so yeah yeah Addison <laughs> Lawrence I think could yes. make an impact but not like a like a Mary Celestine or yeah impact, but. so they're gaining Reese Beach Beachley I apologize if I'm saying that do you have any ideas on how to pronounce that I have no I actually was like afraid to say that name a while ago <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna let them take this so that way they get the heat for saying it wrong <laughs> In my defense, and I will say this, I looked up all of these gymnasts. I looked to see if they had any, if they were like at the Nastia Cup or any meet where they would have been on TV to see if I could find a pronunciation. I looked on their bios to see if there was pronunciation. Yeah, some schools, I but... went to YouTube and I Googled how to pronounce this last name and I had no luck. <laughs> so I did, I did try. You did your work. You, you tried. Yes. Yeah. Jaylene Joshna, Addison Lawrence. Mackenzie Petroselli. Yeah, Mackenzie Petroselli. Yeah, yeah. Casey Pottig, and then Courtney Woods. And they're also getting Hannah McCreary back and Alyssa Shermenta, fifth years. Yep. So, which is huge. The, the rest of the team, honestly, lots of talent there. So Amara Celestine, Jocelyn Moore, Shanna Schreiber, Helen Hu. I feel like people are forgetting about Helen Hu. Yeah, I've noticed that in fantasy. She's kind yeah, of- Yeah, she's being neglected. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah McCreary. She's available in our deep league. Um, and I'm like, why? Why is she still here? I feel like justice for her. She deserves better than that. Yeah, I was looking at her last time, but I don't need vault and floor size. That's yeah. our problem. Yeah, we. that's why. So we were like contemplating little tea. <laughs> we were going to take her for our next pick. Which I think, I think we're coming up. But where you don't really need floor. So I'm like, that's a good pick for somebody. Somebody needs to take her. I just don't know if we need her. Oh, we're up. Okay, well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> when we're done here. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so back to Missouri. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry, everyone. So, yeah, they, they made history last season, similar to MSU. Finishing in fifth, I think, was Incredible. better than anybody expected, even themselves, I would imagine. Plot twist. Yeah. Um. Well, they capitalized right at the right time. To, like we mentioned before, they were in that difficult regional with Michigan, 
LSU, UCLA, Iowa, and then Missouri. Those were like the, the top teams in that regional. And, you know, I think everybody expected Michigan and either UCLA or LSU to advance. Probably more so people were expecting LSU. And then Missouri is like, actually, we're going to advance. Well, <laughs> my thought process back then was once LSU eliminated themselves, I was thinking, oh, it's for sure UCLA. It's Michigan and UCLA. Like, there's no way. Like, it has to be them. And then it came down to like the final routine and sure enough, Missouri got it. And I just think that speaks to like, honestly, just how much potential this team has for this season and beyond to be able to hit in a pressure situation like that and have everybody returning from that, that lineup from last season. I don't see why they can't see themselves back in a similar position this upcoming season yeah they're, they're keeping pace with the top teams I think they this season they just want to prove that it wasn't a fluke like they didn't just get lucky they actually like, earned it. it they deserved it so <laughs> I think that's gonna be their uh objective for the season is proving that like they can keep pace with the top teams and they didn't just get lucky at regionals by making it to nationals um but I do think they have a good chance of having another really good season the fact that they're not losing anybody as far as like the teams we're talking about today which is pretty much like top 10 well there's Top 10 plus two more. Um, they're the only one that's not losing anybody. So that's good for them. Yeah, I think the like stock remains the same. I think like it's yep. like, oh, there you go. Um, and then Auburn. So I literally feel like I'm repeating myself because every team had a historic season last year. Truly. We do have Auburn, their stock slightly down. So we put down and then we put slightly in parentheses because I don't think it's going to be like as big of a drop-off as, like, Minnesota. Minnesota, necessarily. Like, I think Auburn is going to still be a really good team. I feel like, similar to Kentucky, where they're losing more than they're gaining. So I think that's going to be the biggest struggle there. So they're losing Jada Glenn, Allie Riddle, Drew Watson, and then Tara Walsh, like we mentioned before, she transferred to Michigan State. They're gaining Olivia Greaves. However, she's out for the season, and that would have been huge for them. But she had a... I guess, fail the ACL repair. So she'll be out for the season. And then they have Hannah Hagel and Haley John. So Hannah Hagel was a good level 10, but she wasn't like a standout anywhere in any event. And I don't know, I guess, if you can speak to anything more, if you have a different opinion, feel free to chime in. Um, I just have her as solid backup. That's the, I have the notes. So it's kind of a depth option. And I have the same for Haley John. I didn't really find anything spectacular like they're really good gymnasts of course they're yeah. at all but they're just I think depth options at this stage I think um for them having Darion Goldborn come back for a fifth year is big they get SUNY for one more year now we know that she's officially going to be out after this season so this is their last year of SUNY so they're gonna get everything they can out of having her on the team yeah. uh, I think if Auburn is going to make it back to nationals this is going to be their year to do it because well, I mean, they, they have good recruiting. They like, do. They do. Yeah, they have really solid recruits for next year. Like, yeah. Yes. And, yeah. Even like the following year too. Like they do have a lot of really good talent coming in. Um, but I think as far as this year's team, and I'm, it's not that Drew Watson was like this like massive like tenno. Well, she was she was a all arounder, so it's not like you're having to replace a score on every event. She was she was mostly vault and floor. At least as far as last season goes, um, she did one other event. She did bars. Bars. She did bars, yeah. But as far as, like, I think her best scores, I, at least I feel that vault and floor were her best scoring events. She was a pretty consistent, like, 985 plus 
score on those events, that's going to be, especially with Olivia Greaves out, yeah, that's going to be hard to make up those scores really like anywhere. Um, I don't think any of the other freshmen are going to be able to bring in a score like that. So then you look at the rest of the team and think like, who's going to step up. I'm really interested to see like how they fill her spots because I like when I was making their lineup I was kind of struggling a little I was like oh I yeah so are you stocked down for them I'm stocked down um yeah not significantly but like yeah same yeah and like we've said for other teams I think they're riding a high from last season finishing fourth that was I think a higher result than anybody expected probably themselves included and they could do it again but I also think it's going to depend on what the other top teams are doing like I think if all the top teams show up to nationals and hit the way that they're capable of I don't know if I see Auburn making it back to the final four Mm -hmm. personally but that's not to say that they're going to have like a bad season or that they even have a bad team I think the team is amazing and it's a super talented team Um, I just don't think they're getting anybody that at this point in time is really going to be able to replace Drew's scores I think maybe on floor they could Ananda Brown I think she's a soft yeah she's a sophomore this year yeah uh, she has a really nice floor and I really hope we see her but for the other events I'm kind of I'm thinking like Adeline Sabato maybe for the bars but I, I just don't see them kind of reaching that kind of height this year unfortunately yeah. well like I said it's definitely possible but I think they might need they need to be hitting on all cylinders and they might need a little bit of help from another one of the top teams um, yeah of course, especially yeah. if they're trying to make the final four again as far as that goes but I'm rooting for Auburn they're one of my favorite SEC teams honestly I would say maybe my favorite SEC team at this point in time so I want them to win SECs <laughs> <laughs> We love a mix-up. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, but we can root for that. I'm, yeah, I'm here for the chaos, for sure. So I'm here for Georgia. We're SECs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, I take that back. I would root for Georgia and then Auburn. Like, one of them, too, please. Yeah, Georgia was, like, our original, like, mm-hmm. when we became college gymnastics fans, we love Georgia. Um, And they, they do look good this year, I will say. Like, I feel like... This could be the start of something new for Georgia. Like this could be. I'm optimistic. Yeah. 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 Their freshmen look really, really, really good. They're Uh, really. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Um, Like the previous years, I've always like rooted in preseason and then been a bit like sad in the season where things go a bit. But it's really this year. You can just tell that things are different. You can like you just feel it yeah i think now we're talking about georgia they're not even on our list but i think i'm like i'll talk about georgia i love them um with the addition of josie angeny i see her doing the all around for sure um vanessa denise looks so oh my good God, I'm she's so good and i get like oklahoma has a lot of talent on their team but i'm like how is she not being used to oklahoma like bars and beef I mean, her she's so beautiful and her floor, I thought her yeah. floor at OU yes. was like, I was like, why is this not there every week? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I would say for sure, because Georgia lost a lot from last season. So they're, they have a really inexperienced team. The lineups are going to be, I, I don't have it written out in front of me, but it's going to be like mostly new. Mostly new. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they lost like more than half their team. Like it's, it's almost a completely. Yeah, that class was huge. That was like. Yeah. yeah and then with the transfers yeah. and then the freshmen coming in, it's, it's a lot of new faces on the team. Sandra Alsadek yeah. looks really, really good. She was really solid. I'm really excited that she did a fifth year. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I was not expecting her to transfer. Like, I, I saw that she announced on Instagram that she was going to be like, she basically, she kind of like implied that she was going to be transferring somewhere. And then she was posting, I mean, I'm sure you saw it. She was posting what schools she was looking at. Um, And I saw like NC State was on there. A couple of like lower ranked teams. Um, so I was I kind of Nebraska surprised. Nebraska might have been one for herself. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I guess at this point in time, maybe I shouldn't say Georgia is not a lower ranked team because they kind of are. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's true. Um, but I would say their stock's going up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyways, back to our list. So Utah's third. They lost Sydney Salaski, Alexia Birch, Adrian Randall, and Cami Hall, who transferred to LSU. They have gained. Our girl, Abby Brenner, which is a huge catch for them. I see her contributing on ball bars and beam, not beam for sure. She did not do beam at all at Michigan. Not say that she couldn't, but Utah's amazing on beam. So does I, beam I, beam. I don't see her making beam. <laughs> um, and then they've also gained Sarah Crump and McKenna Smith. So um, McKenna mm-hmm. Smith, I think, can be good. But again, I don't know. And maybe you know something more than we know. Um, but is she injured? Because she was at regionals last year and she won everything but beam, but then she didn't go to nationals. So- I actually don't know if she was injured then. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw her in a training clip, though, pretty okay. recently. Um, she did have an Omelianchik Emil- in J.O. at one point, And yeah, I, I please. Another 10-0 yeah. start value other than a Yurchenko one and a half. I'm here for it. She has a, a, a 10 uh, career high on vault from level 10. Um, yeah, also has, a, really also yeah. has a 9-9 on bars, 9-9-2-5 on floor. So I feel like she could be, if healthy, um, usable, scores, usable scores. Yeah. And then you mentioned Brunner. I think that she also is going to be big for them. She was really, really consistent when she was at Michigan. Didn't make the vault lineup as much last season, but that's mostly because Michigan is like crazy good on vaults. Yeah, um, mostly mostly bars and floor but really really consistent and then we had sarah crump she was a good level 10 too nothing like super flashy but i would imagine definitely a depth person for them what do you have anything on her that you know yeah, i have her as a uh, depth option like um she came from like i find like that gym she came from browns las vegas like mm-hmm. they create like a lot of really good like depth people yeah like who are not the top so like yeah i think she can step in definitely if there's an injury issue because utah's roster i always find it so small yeah <laughs> so, it is well yeah. and then so now there's this crystal isa situation yeah. where she's yeah. on a scooter <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. so i'm hoping that it's like a precautionary boot but if she's on a scooter that's not a good sign. yeah scooter is what gets me the most because like yeah, i no. get the boot sometimes being precautionary but the scooter yeah. i'm like oh. I've, I've never heard of a precautionary scooter so <laughs> but there's other people that maybe could step up um i want to see Jalen gilstrap more yeah i love her i mean we saw her pretty consistently on floor last season but she's beautiful her beam as well it was beautiful when she was yeah. Yeah. yeah we had her on our fantasy team i think not last year but the year before that and she was in the lineup like a couple of times, but you could never predict when she was going to be in. It was like one week she was in, then she was out, and then she was in again. But she's so good. And I'm like, leave her in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Kara Aker as well. Um, I haven't really like seen too much from Utah, so I, I can't really speak to like what she's done. But I would imagine that she's all around potential for them. She did have a one and a half on vault from her elite days. It was a, it was a I guess a tucked one and a half. It was supposed to be laid out, but yeah, it was a tough one and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she did floor, I think, a couple times before she got injured last season. What was her injury? Was it a knee injury? Remember, I think she got like it was like the best of Utah, like the first meet. Yeah. And then she like injured herself. I think it was ankle on the vault warm-up or something okay. like that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. Um, they have an inner squad. I have it here. Friday, December 9th yeah. at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Pac-12 Network. So that's one that everyone should be able to watch. Well, it's going to be late at night. It's going to be late at night for a lot of people because even for us, I mean, I shouldn't complain about having to watch things late at night when I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. Shut up. 2 a.m. So <laughs> you're like, shut up. What, wait, so what time is that for you? 9 a.m. Oh no. Okay. I'll stop talking then. No one feel bad for me for having to watch at nine o'clock. Yeah. At night when you have to watch yeah, I can knock before it, so it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was gonna say something else about Utah. Well, oh what? we've seen some upgrades. They have Sage Thompson doing on your trink of one and a half now. Who else? Oh, Grace McCallum changed her vaults. Two and, and a half. Yeah. I think I do like that better for her. Yeah, I do think so. It looks yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, Sage actually competed a few times in J or J.O. Sorry, deep yeah, level ten. Um, yeah. <laughs> she competed the one and a half sometimes, um, and it was quite solid. So I really hope we see her in the yeah. lineup. So actually, that lineup is really stacked. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah. I just was look, looking at the names there. I was like, oh well, yeah. I'd really have to lay out their lineups to see. Like, do we even think Abby Brenner is going to make the vault lineup? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, like she's one of the. I think the most solid 1.5. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like Michigan was so stacked that I think she had a hard time making the lineup. Well, I guess her, her senior, senior, senior year. She made it in, in yeah. like sophomore year and stuff. I but... mean, yeah, she has a career high of 9975. So, like, you have, yeah, yeah, no, I think you have to put that in your lineup. True. And she can kind of get the landing sometimes. I find like some of Utah's, like, it's not any gymnast in particular, but like, there's a lot of bouncy bounciness. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, yeah, yeah. that's oh. true. Brunner is good with AI. Like, minimal deductions on the landing yeah, in, there, yeah. or just a really small hop or something yeah. so yeah i would say stock up well i guess stock up depending on health of isa and mckenna smith yeah i can just say around the same because they finished third last year which is you know that's quite great um yeah i also am wondering about the status of hoffman because i haven't seen her mm. i'm so sad that her career has just been full of injuries because she's yeah. she was a stellar like uh, level 10 athlete yeah um, but I, really, I really hope we get to see her floor again because I really love her floor but um I actually haven't seen her in any of the videos now I haven't watched every single video so mm. something we'll have to keep our eyes on especially for the Red Rocks preview yeah I mean yeah they have a talented team and they're one of those teams that's kind of always on the brink of honestly even winning nationals like they can do it they absolutely can do it um they got to be healthy and they just got to like obviously be able to hit like any other team um, on that day you know when it counts but they're definitely capable of it um i I think a team like florida or oklahoma is going to be difficult to pass this year which we can get into that now but i would say utah is definitely they're They're, up there they're in the conversation still for sure are we ready to move on to florida sure so they are losing a lot actually so they finished second last year um they lost a lot but they're also gaining a lot so Alyssa Bowman Cindy Johnson Scharf Megan Skaggs Naya Reed um and then Gabby Galantine transferred to Penn State but they're gaining Rachel Bowman which honestly I think is just gonna step in and fill like pretty much the spots that her sister left behind yep. <laughs> so it's basically like we didn't even lose Alyssa Bowman because we just got Rachel Bowman so that works <laughs> Victoria Wynn, um, she's a transfer from Georgia. They have a freshman, Lori Brubach, and then they have Kayla DiCello. And they have some people returning from injuries, like Morgan Hurd. Yeah. Didn't do anything last season. She looks good from what, what I've seen in the videos. And I heard that from their recent inner squad that she is doing, well, did she do ball at the most recent inner squad? 
I don't think she did. I think I saw her on bars and beam, but I can't recall vault. And I saw maybe a dance crew on floor. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe what I've heard is that she's training all four events, um, but obviously bars and beam are her most likely to make. Yeah. And then, like you mentioned, Ali Lazari on beam. Potentially, I I guess I don't know where she's at as far as like recovery, but um, she was an option for them on floor as well at one point. So and vault actually, yeah, vault too. Yeah, well, I think she trained a a one and a half last year. Yeah, like, and it was yeah. looking really solid before her Achilles. And then they're getting Trinity Thomas back, obviously well, yeah. best, no best gymnast in the country. So um, Florida is stacked. Yeah, I don't um, know how they're going to make some of those lineups. Yeah, too. well, that's that's what we were talking about. Like when we were doing our notes for this. They are one of the only teams that have like three to four options at every event. And their options are people that would be like the stars of any other college team. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's how it's kind of scary how stacked Florida is. Yeah, the beam was the scariest for me. I was like, I actually just couldn't make it. I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> so do you have do you have your lineups in front of you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. We have ours. We should compare, I guess, for Florida, <laughs> who we think is making their lineup. So who do you have on ball? Uh, vault I have Rachel Bauman um, Savannah Shaneher Trinity Thomas uh, Peyton Richards Sloan Blakely and I have Ellie Lazari if healthy okay so you our lineup is the same except for you don't have Leanne Wannan oh oh yeah no I pulled her out because she uh, because of her injury I forgot to put her back in but when she had that ankle thing yeah so we have Richards out, Leanne, and so we have the same as you, and then we have either Wynn or Richards as, like, their their Yeah, depth. because Wynn has... Oh, yeah, Wynn's, yeah, 1.5 look really good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually updated since I saw that, but that was yeah. a really solid option. So, um, good luck making that work. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, it's a good problem to have. It, it oh, absolutely. Like, I think every team would like to have the Florida issue. Yeah, right. Who do you have on bars? Bars, I have, okay, maybe this is a feelings pick, but I have Riley McCusker. I have Morgan Hurd, uh, Savannah Shane here, Trinity Thomas, and then I have Leanne Wong and Kayla DeCello. DeCello, DeCello, sorry. Honestly, that one is really confusing because they they have said it both ways. Like the TV commentators and like the in-arena announcers, they've gone back and forth between DeCello and DeCello. We all the time on the podcast, we always, like we had to write on our notes, like the instrument, like cello. (laughs) That's actually a good idea because, yeah. Yeah, we we literally next to her name, we have instrument next to it. remember to if say it works it works yeah, yeah right and then we have our depth as blakely mccusker or when wait um, hold on did you say more did you have morgan in your bar lineup yeah i have morgan in my okay bar. okay so aaron who is the photographer for florida she was at their inner squad that was um like a week ago or last week yeah she said that riley did a bar routine but she's not connecting her dismount to the rest of her routine she also is not doing vault or floor, which I think of all we expected, but she's not doing, she didn't do floor. Um, and then she doesn't think that she'll make the beam lineup. So just FYI, that's from somebody who has seen the team. She doesn't have her, I guess, in any of her lineups at the moment. And we've also heard separately from somebody else who is affiliated with Florida that she might not potentially be in the mix. So well, I wonder too, and we also don't have to go like in detail about it, but I wonder with all the lawsuit stuff, like how yeah, much of course. That, yeah. How much that's affecting her mentally? Yeah. Um. 
I want her so badly to have, I want her to make lineups and I want her to have a really good, not even just a season, like I want her to have a good college career. So it kind of hurts a little bit to think about the possibility that she might even not make lineups. Um, I always like it a bit disheartened when I see such talented athletes and they're just like, I know. Well, that's my favorite with Florida, like even going forward, like looking at the future, like there's, yeah, there's so many people and there's so few spots in the lineups like y'all are gonna have to go somewhere else if you want to compete because Florida is like too stacked They're too good um, for season, please. <laughs> yeah so yeah bars um we had the same lineup as you but our options were just Blakely Wynn or McCusker if I had a pick between them because one of them needs to go in order to make the lineup complete I would say Blakely. Sky Blakely, because she was in last year, but I, I'm kind of curious to see what Victoria Wynn looks like because I feel like she has potential to be really good. She was good. Yeah, I've seen bar some bars, bar. but I actually don't think I've seen her dismount, but mm-hmm. maybe there was a video of it. And then I guess for Beam, this is in no particular order. I just have them listed. We have- oh, yeah. Mine is not order. It's just like the way it okay. is. We have Wong, uh, Trinity, Clapper, the cello, Bauman. And then one of either Heard, Wynn, Lazari, or McCusker. I would say probably Heard or Wynn. I'm yeah, th- I'm you don't have Lazari in? I hate it. I don't, don't ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right, what do you have? What do you have? Uh, I have uh, Bauman, uh, Thomas, Lazari. I have uh, Wong. I have Ticello in there. Or Ticello, oh my God, sorry. And Blakely. Um, I have Heard as my alternate. So you don't, wait, did you say um, Leah Clapper? No. You don't have her in. Rude. See, that's what's interesting about uh, Beam in particular, but really, honestly, all Florida's lineups, they have so many big names and so many people that are just so good that, like, do you put in the bigger names or do you put in the people that have proven themselves to be consistent? Like, Leah Clapper, she really is really consistent on Beam. Yeah, um, she is. Yeah, she's So, like, like, I have a hard time taking her out of my lineup just because she's proven herself. But then you have people, like... Ali Lazari and Riley and Morgan Hurd. Like, all right, this is it's too stressful. I do not envy the coaches, that's for sure. Does um, Florida State set up a program and just take half of them. Like that that should be the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and then for we have Wong, Trinity, the cello, Bauman, Blakely, and then one of one of Richards when Hurd or Lazari. Shane here could also be in there because I think she's been doing floor. Yeah, she's been doing floor. Um, the most recent interest spot, I think I saw her. I also think we didn't mention it, but I she I think she's an option on beam as well. She was doing beam in their inner squad too. Yeah, and she did it last season. The depth option there, it's just it's just because it it's so talented. I just <laughs> yeah yeah. Wait, so who's your who's your floor lineup? Oh, floor I actually found the easiest. Uh, funnily, I have uh Sloan Blake or Blakely uh Bowman Thomas. Wong, uh, DeCello, and wait, I only have five. Ooh. Oh, I, Richards, sorry, is my okay. okay, okay, yeah. Richards, honestly, um, I would probably put her as well, um, just because she's done it, like she's she has that experience, yeah. Um, she gets good scores, she's capable of hitting. Um, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to put Morgan, I want to protect Morgan because I want her for yeah. my team. Like, <laughs> I feel like I have ingredients like next to her name on my yeah. Yeah. which is so yeah. sad, but. <laughs> When did she do? She hasn't done floor at Georgia, did she? She did. I actually think it was literally one routine, and it was like okay. the first like meet of her like freshman year. Oh, see, I don't even remember that honestly. Yeah, and she did it at the 
uh oh god what do they do is it like gym dogs 101 or whatever yeah. Yeah. like thing is yeah <laughs> whatever it's called yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i forgot that georgia also has one streamed we have to look for that if they have any information on it anyways i don't think they've said anything about it this year i can i'll look into it when we're done anyways though so yeah i guess i have stock up for florida I think they have the potential to win the title at Nationals. I think they can sometimes be a little bit shaky in postseason, but kind of like honestly what we said with UCLA as far as making it to Nationals, I feel like looking at Florida's roster, there's no reason that they shouldn't win Nationals with that level of talent on their team. Um, Oh, absolutely. But of course, we all know in gymnastics, it comes down to who hits on that day and you know, Florida could go and flop in the postseason and not, they could make, not even make it to nationals. Like, well, what year did they do that? Was it 2021? 2019. 2019, yeah. Oregon okay, State. 2019, yeah. So who knows? <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. I think that they will be in the mix. I see them honestly getting either first or second. If everyone is healthy and everything goes according to plan, I see them as first or second by the end of the season. Yeah, I agree. I have them as second currently. Do you have Oklahoma first? Same. Well, I I go back and forth, but anyways, <laughs> I'm I'm conflicted uh, being a Michigan. I fan. just think KJ has that machine going, and yeah. they are doing something right. I don't even know what it is, but uh, yeah, someone needs to like make a film and like follow KJ and like that whole team around and like see what they do at practice and like take notes. That would be I, I yeah. I think a lot of teams need to like. Study. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> KJ Hindler and Oklahoma. So they lost Carly Woodard, Emily La- I keep calling her Emily LaPinta. It's Emma LaPinta. Yep. Not Emily. And I wrote Emma, but for some reason still I'm ignoring what I wrote and I'm calling her Emily. You just want her to be an Emily. Yeah, apparently. Uh Carrie Thomas, Maria Linker, uh retired because of injury. And then they're losing Vanessa Denise as well, because transferred to Georgia. So I think the biggest loss is probably Carrie Thomas on bars and Carly Woodard on beam and floor, but yeah. they're gaining Faith Torres. <laughs> fixes all of that. Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So again, a very common theme: having one freshman who can like solve all the problems. <laughs> Not that it was even a problem. It wasn't even a problem. Well, right. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> um, they were already good last year, and now they're just going to be even better. And that is not going to stop anytime soon with the recruits that they're getting, the commits. No. Um, they this is not going to be the end of Oklahoma anytime soon. So. <laughs> They they also have uh, Ava Sigfeld too. She qualified to the Olympic trials. Um, and we've seen her on beam and I think bars. Chaz, I don't know what you have, but I think I saw her do a 1.5, but I believe that was like two months ago or something. It was okay. quite a while. So yeah, some potential there. I think Faith Torres obviously is gonna be like the, the, the biggest impact. She has some pretty incredible results. Um last year, JO Nationals, first all around, first on beam, second on floor, third on vaults. Um she also won won the all around yeah, twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Back when it was JOs. So Career highs of 10 on bars. She's got uh, 10 on beam three times in her JL career. I think that was all last season, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I'm pretty sure she did that all last season. Yeah, like and like 10.0s in JL, like especially on beam, are just so like rare. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Hard to come by for sure. Um, She has a career high of 9.9 on floor and then 9.925 on ball. So she's going to be, she's going to be so good in college. Yeah. And I think mostly the lineups I see staying the same, but then you're just adding her to the mix. So, so somebody's getting taken out of every lineup. <laughs> yeah. So they're stacked. 
they're just so steady on all events all season long they have a way of just like pacing themselves through the oh, season it's, it's so impressive like yeah it's... i'm between them and florida and then also michigan for winning nationals but i think that it's I want to say Oklahoma's to lose just because of their consistency, personally, and the level of talent on the team as well. So I think it's going to be another good year for them. So, yeah, they have uh, Jordan Bowers, Reagan Smith, Danny Seavers, uh, Olivia Troutman, obviously, when she defrosts in the postseason. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. (laughs) No, it's perfect. Like, that's exactly what happened. She literally defrosts, and she just, like, comes out of nowhere and, like, kills. (laughs) every year just i'm just like oh here she is like here yeah. comes. see for fantasy jam i'm always hesitant to draft her just yeah. because i want somebody who's gonna actually compete like i don't want someone just for postseason i want you like all year so i usually don't ever draft her like i don't even include her in my list and maybe that's a bad strategy but either way for oklahoma it's huge to have her back yeah on. what they're what they're doing works so yeah. and Catherine levasseur is also huge yes. for them Yep, I forgot to put her down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, We didn't even mention her. Dang. Whoops. <laughs> right. So much talent that you literally start forgetting people. <laughs> so, so that is the top 10 plus LSU and UCLA. We have a couple teams that are kind of like on the brink of making regionals. So regionals is top 36 teams. One team that I really want to see back is Central Michigan. Um, They were 37. So they were like the first yeah, I think team they were just missed out last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First team to miss out. They have Demers, obviously, her senior year. She's kind of like their all-around star. Um, also the addition of Luciana Alvarado, freshman, that I think is gonna be absolutely incredible and a really big boost to the team. So I have them as like my, I guess my top pick for teams that I want to make to regionals that didn't last year. Um, I want to add to that another Mac school, Kent State. Um, they're like so I want to say they're underrated, but maybe they're not because I feel like people are starting to catch on to how good they are. Like when you look at who people are drafting for Fantasy Jam. Yeah, everyone are... seems to know and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's supposed to be a secret. They're, Stop. Supp- they're supposed to be like the secret weapon team, but I feel like they are kind of starting to become more known for their talent, which is good. But they just have a really, really good team. Um, Some of my my favorites, my go-to people for Fantasy Jam are Olivia Amade, Carly Franz, uh, Kendall Gilbert. I think she was... She got injured last season. She was starting to do vault, and she has a really nice return go full. She's good on floor as well, but then she got injured. I think that was last season. Yeah, um, it was last year. Yeah. But she's someone who I think could surprise people. Maybe she's not on people's radar yet because of the injury, but her, if she's back, Rachel Dukavich, uh Alyssa Guns. I mean, they, they have a really, really, really good team. They were 41st last year. Yeah, um, and a very solid freshman group as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they made it to regionals in 2021, so I'm they're my my biggest hope to make it back to regionals this year. What about yeah, you? I think uh, there's like three or four, but I think I'm going to go for uh, UC Davis. Um, okay. They have a change of coaching, and Tanya Ho is now the head coach there. Uh-huh. Um, she used to be at Alaska, and like she did like a lot for Alaska, and I think like so she really like gave that program like a big name. So yes. I'm really um, excited to see what she does. And then you have like Emma Otsu, who's like such a talented athlete. She has an Emilian check, a brilliant beam. Like she's really solid on floor. Mm-hmm. And you have Megan Ray coming back, who like is a 9-9 machine basically on floor. Then you have like the addition of Amelia um, Moneymaker. Um, there is just so much talent on that team. And I think like with like good coaching, I really think they're going to push that top like 36 this year. Where were they last season? Uh, I think it was 40th. I okay. just had. 14 yeah it was 14th 
Okay, so they're right around that Kent State range. Yeah, yeah, I think they were just like above, yeah, slightly above them, yeah. Yeah, okay. Any other teams that you have that you want to shout out? Oh, I could go on, but uh, Penn. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you have? <laughs> Penn, I think, are just like a school that I think lots of people are kind of catching on to, but like they have like Skylar Carrico, who I think did junior league for quite a while. Like she's there this year. Yeah, but they also yeah have, like, so- she was originally committed to Georgia, wasn't she? Georgia, yeah. And then she yeah. switched to um, Yeah, so she like will be stellar, especially on like the bars and beam for them. Um, Olivia Van Horn has a front hand spring uh, pie calf, which is just looking better and better anytime I see a video. Like it's so good. And she was really good last year. And she's like, I think she's a sophomore this year. And they've just such a stacked roster. They have Michaela Marr, who like lots of people are taking a fantasy. So like <laughs> she, yeah. she gets the scores. <laughs> um, I know that's and, always the funnest thing is like seeing who people take. And then if I don't recognize the name, I'm like, I need to look this person up. Who is this? Yeah, yeah there's so much talent, honestly, in the NCAA that it's like, it's hard to watch every team and really, yeah, I guess, I have like the stats, but like we'd be here for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I feel like you could sit here for like five hours and just tell us about like everybody. <laughs> We also wanted to shout out some underrated freshmen for people who are playing fantasy jam. I know a lot of people like to do like all freshman teams. Um, and honestly, people who could contribute for like main team even too, like towards the end of your, um, towards the end of your draft. So I guess you can go first. Um. Oh God, we're turned around big. Okay, I have like, I have prepared like 14 people. Um, <laughs> um okay I'm going to go with uh Gwendolyn Fink because and she's going to North Carolina and it's because I think she like is going to be a freshman that makes such an impact for her team um so she's like from the same gym as uh Lali Dekanoiza um she like brings a huge like another Yurchenko 1.5 to North Carolina um she is stellar on bars uh she has created competed in the Nastia Cup twice sorry my voice uh um and she like she's been as like stellar at uh, nationals she's been up there um i actually had her stats now but my computer is deciding not to function uh, <laughs> your sorry. computer's like you need to remember this all for memory good luck yeah, no one, like oh i don't know sorry it's gone <laughs> but Wait, like she shut off yeah the like second monitors after shutting off but it's, oh, it's okay no. i remember it <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, speaking of North Carolina, I'm sure this is somebody you have on your list as well. Kaya Forbes. Oh my, yes. I am so impressed. I'm like, where did she come from? Yeah, that, like another 1.5, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, she does good. Like every time I see her, she's either sticking it or having like a small hop, small step, very controlled landing, I would say. Yeah, I think um, she's going to be such a solid addition to the program. Yes. Um, like with, I, if they have healthy Lally um Colton if they have a healthy Thompson I really hope Thompson gets a healthy season because she really can help like her uh your tank of full is beautiful mm-hmm. and her um her bars and her floor like if we ever see her back hopefully we do um but she like can also step in and be like stellar for them yeah sorry I've like I've been rooting for North Carolina for like so long like since the like before Morgan Lane years so I'm just like (laughs) yeah (laughs) no they are so good they really do have a talented team I think they just need to like be healthy first of all and then like put it all together but that that freshman group is just yeah Kaya Forbes I was like shook when I saw her because like when you look at her results she hasn't really done anything like super incredible like she's not somebody that I think you would really have 
on your radar necessarily but then when you watch those videos that they post on instagram yeah like we said a one and a half on vault she has a full in on floor i've seen her on beam um i've seen her on bars so i, I really think that she has like all around potential for them i'm i'm so so excited to see her yeah like the the that duo of uh gwen and them um, of uh, kaya is like such a great addition to the program yeah um you mentioned already but uh luciana alvarado Tokyo Olympia yeah. from Costa Rica. Um, I'm so excited for her. She's doing. She's training at least all four events, and I can see her as long as she's healthy. I can see her competing all four events. She's got beautiful lines, beautiful toe points. Um, just a really gorgeous gymnast to watch. She posted a video on her Instagram. It's like a kind of like a compilation video where she, she shows like what she's working on and um, looks like she's doing some some upgraded skills and then also doing some like simplified versions just to maybe see what sticks like on bars she was training a full twisting double tuck but then she's also doing just the full pirouette to double tuck which is probably what she'll end up doing as far as like her college routine but yeah um training like a, a van lewin um yeah just just beautiful work your train go full on ball but great body position um i can see her as a freshman stepping in and being like a star for them oh yeah kind of kind of like honestly what Hannah Demers was when she came in like right off the bat she was like boom here I am I'm good um I can see Luciana being that as well for CMU yeah um so she's one of my my top picks for freshmen to watch yeah I'm so excited for her floor yes and she went like she went like semi-viral after the olympics for her floor team because she had like the black lives matter tribute and like teen vogue did a story on her and she was like being tweeted by like abc news and nbc like they were tweeting like pictures of her and like talking about her so she i don't know if you call that viral or not but she went like semi-viral yeah (laughs) well she went like she was making more like mainstream Mainstream. Yeah. yeah Any other, fr- I know you have a long list, any other freshmen that like really stand out that you like have to give a shout out to? Yeah, I'm going to give a shout out to um, Carolyn Nguyen at Stanford. Mm-hmm. She brings a great Yurchenko double full. She just brings this like power and like, she just brings, for me, it's like bringing back like Elizabeth Price style gymnastics to Stanford. Um, her floor is also so powerful and dynamic. And she's just, I think she's definitely one to watch. I think those will be her two events that she will contribute on. Yeah. Um, Stanford in general are like looking to be spectacular this year. Um, but she like, I think she's definitely one to watch out for because I don't think people like expect the the double full, but it's really, really good. And it's been so solid in her, and consistent in her J.O. career. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Charlene Wynn would be like my other one that I'm really excited for. Stanford's one of those teams again that's like until season starts, we have like no idea what they look like for the most part because they don't ever. They really, they, they really don't post anything. Like, they they post, but it's not like training clips. They do. Yeah, they post like doing men's gymnastics and things like that. But they yeah, don't post and I'm like. like cool thanks that's not what we wanted to see or they'll do like um get to know this team member and it's just like a graphic yeah. with like some stats on it but i'm like that's nice but like can we get some videos please <laughs> please <laughs> what do we have to do to get some videos um i guess one other freshman that and I, and I think people are aware of this freshman but i'm just gonna put her out there anyways in case you're not um karina i think it's munas i i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that correct but from iowa she's beautiful on beam it looks like she has a really really fun floor routine that she performs really really well oh she's gonna be so she was like made for college gymnastics like she's so ready for this um, <laughs> she's like lauren Guerin, like replacement yeah. vibes yeah. yeah 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 and it's like i feel like you don't 
often see freshmen that are that like confident and like willing to even like perform or like ham it up for the camera so I always appreciate when you see someone come in and just have that confidence to like just go out there and like own their gymnastics and like yeah the performance and the video they posted on their story the other day of her on floor she was like she was like oh she was she was eating yeah Yeah. that was so good she's fierce she's fierce (laughs) we love it Hey guys, so real quickly again in editing this, I realized that I forgot one of my favorite freshmen for this year, who I feel like is a bit underrated. So I wanted to edit that in here to give her a shout out. And if you're playing fantasy gymnastics, I feel like this is somebody who could potentially make an impact on your team. So Kyrie Lowe is at Eastern Michigan University, and I am so, so excited for her. Some of you guys might remember her if you watched back in the day when flow gymnastics was a thing. They went to Emily Gaskin's gym when she was training. I forget what the gym is called, but she was training in Florida with Steve Nuno, and it was like for Beyond the Routine or whatever they called it. And they have another gymnast that they featured in that video, and that was actually Kyrie. So some of you might remember her from that. But um, she has so much potential, I feel like, to be an all-around star at Eastern. If I had to pick a weaker event for her, it would probably be vaults. But she's beautiful on the rest of the event. She has great lines, nice toe point, legs glued together. She hits her handstands really well. She has great skills, too. I don't know what we're all going to see in college, but she does have a Pike Delchev, which is really, really cool. And then the two-foot layout beam mount, I've actually seen her doing since she's gotten to Eastern. So I think there's a good possibility we'll see that. Um, but she also has two vaults as well. Your Chinko layout half and then your Chinko half on front tuck. So I'm not sure which one of those we'll see in college. But she's not really somebody that I feel like has a lot of big scores. So if you're looking for freshmen who had like stellar results as a level 10, she's not going to stand out to you. She also did have a neck injury in 2021, so she like didn't compete. But just looking at the videos of her, which she posts a lot on her Instagram, you can see the potential um, not only in her skill level, but in her technique and her form. I think she's really, really going to thrive in college. I'm so, so excited to see her. So just wanted to edit this in because I wanted to include her because she's somebody that I'm really excited about. That was all I had, unless you have anything else that you want to We know you have a long list. <laughs> but we don't want to make you give away all of your secrets because you need to be competitive in your fantasy. How many how many fantasy teams do you have right now? Um, it's a, too yeah, own up to it. Come on. <laughs> I, think I, I, think, I think it's 12 at the moment but um yeah um you said I, that you were gonna yeah. be done and then i saw you like the next day tweeting about I it I, I just you're supposed, lost control. you're supposed to be done come on now i came up with all these ideas and i was like oh i want to do this and then i want to do that and then yeah yeah it's so tempting like i just think a lot of us have self-control issues and <laughs> just like <Clean. laughs> yeah <laughs> It's, it's fun though I'm really excited for season I think it's gonna be another great year yeah yeah I keep on saying to myself I'm like it's on gymnastics it's, it's fine it, it's yeah it's fine. <laughs> yeah and it's like easy like the hardest yeah. part honestly is what we're doing right now with the slow drafting yeah the that's drafting. the most stressful part but then once you have your team it just it's so much fun you just set your lineups they usually stay the same every week so it's you know not too much work yeah. to manage all those teams um but this is definitely the most we've had we've only ever had three Mm-hmm. we did three or four last, last year. year we did three and i think that was the most normally we just back when it was on like the other fantasy gym site we always just did one but i also well, you said like only like one or two when it was on the other the old one yeah do you miss when it was like <laughs> when it was like everybody like against everybody or do you um, i like the trading of the genetics yeah. um 
but I kind of do miss like like you had to put in the work to know who you wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and this is great because like there's so many teams that I probably wouldn't normally be watching that now I'm gonna have to pay attention to because I have somebody on, especially this deep league that we're doing. We're gonna have to really like dive in and find some people that we wouldn't normally be paying attention to. So I really appreciate that. Um, and even just having like all these people that are willing to do the same, I think it's really cool and that gives attention to a lot of athletes that deserve the attention and the hype, uh, but normally are overlooked because they're not on one of like the top, you know, even yeah, 20, 15 teams. So, but yeah, I'm super excited for season. That does it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And of course, thank you to Chaslina for taking the time to come chat with us and share all your thoughts and predictions. It's always fun getting to meet. I put that in like air quotes because I don't know if you counted as meeting someone when it's through Zoom. I guess you do. But anyways, it was great to meet you and talk to you. I feel like we've known each other for a long time just from Twitter. Um, so it was nice to get to see your face and get to talk to you for a little bit, especially about college gymnastics, which I know we all love so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be back next week with another interview, as Brittany mentioned at the very beginning. Lots of interviews coming up. We're going to keep this one a secret for now, but the next one is very big. Yes, we're super excited about it. It's someone that we really, really love. And you guys will too. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> so if you're a Patreon supporter, go figure out who it is and ask questions. There is still time. We have about 24 hours <laughs> to ask your questions, but... Otherwise, we're just going to build the suspense and you guys can come back next week to figure out who it is. We hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye.